Hey, Kirk. Hey, Greg. Want to talk some fancy football? Yeah, I do. Do you want somebody else to talk fancy football with us? Yeah, let's get somebody else in involved on this. All right, hey, let's try and uh, let's try and get uh, Nuke on the phone and see if he can't talk some fancy football with us. You got it. So uh, I guess t- so. Today's episode is uh, we're going to be going through just the the roster analysis for Nuke's team, which is called Deranged Animals. Uh, last year's runner-up uh, kind of turned his team around and actually uh, looking pretty good going into next year. So we'll have to – we want to talk to him through what he's thinking as far as keepers because uh, right now, before looking at it, I have him keeping almost his entire team. So I'd be really interested to get kind of his take on that. Yeah, it's funny. I was going through and I, I had to stop because I had other things to do. And, yeah, I had a lot of players that were going to be on the roster still. And hopefully he'll be able to connect, and we won't have wasted a minute. There he is. What's up, doing? Nuke, what's up? What's going on, boys? All right. All right. Are you ready to talk fancy football? Let's do it. All right, good. All right, so, hey, so, Nuke, what we're going to do is I'm just going to go down player by player on your roster, and we're just going to debate – um, whether we think they're droppable or keepable or tradable or, you know, I, and we understand it's four months out, but just want to get your take on where you're at with your team and, and what it's going to look like going into 2018. Sound good? Sounds good, boys. All right. Hey, I think uh, let's start with an easy one. This is a softball right here. Blake Bortles, uh, he'd be $5 next year. He's He's got to be a definite drop for you. Yeah, I'm not 100% sure on that. I might be able to keep him as a cheap option as a backup in case uh, Carson Wentz isn't ready to start the season after coming off the uh, knee surgery there. But I guess we'll make the decision closer to the uh, start of the season here and see what's up going on with Carson there. I vote drop. Draw. All right. All right. So, hey, Nuke, just so you know, we're, we're going to just kind of keep tabs on everything and just see where you're at just uh, budget-wise at the end of the show. Uh, we did it with our, our picks. It's just kind of very telling. Just It just kind of gives us an idea of who's going to have uh, – what type of budget at the end of the or actually going into the draft. So uh, next player, this is a really interesting one. And, and Nuke, I remember talking to you and I think you're leaning towards keeping this guy and that's Alshon Jeffrey. Uh, he obviously signed a huge contract extension at the end of last year. Um, his, his, his numbers actually were not great other than touchdowns. He did have a nice stretch where he seemed like he's going to touchdown every week. Kirk had him as his number 14th ranked receiver going into this year. I did not have him ranked in the top 15. He would be $27 to keep. Uh, Kirk, you have anything to add for Alshon Jeffrey? That he's, he's on that line of too expensive for me, especially when you see the makeup of, of uh, newcomers team, it's, it's hard for him to fight fight for a spot. You could probably get somebody else in the you know in your draft uh, that you would probably be better. Off. But he's worth he's probably worth keeping based on my rankings. What do you think, Nick? Yeah, I'm kind of kind of on a line with you guys there. Um, kind of in that in between gray area. A uh, little bit on the expensive end for the production he puts out, but um, you know. Again, another, another decision based on, you know, Carson Wentz health coming back next year. All right. So, yeah, no, that, yeah, that's, that's another great point is you don't really know what you're getting. I mean, Nick Foles is, is about as good a backup uh, situation as you can hope for. But, yeah, with a lot of that rise on Wentz, 
Yeah, once was once was the MVP of the league last year until he got hurt. So, and it was All a right, Super Bowl good. Super Bowl MVP backing him up. So I, I he is not a lot of drop off there. I don't think. Yeah. All right. Hey. So, just like uh, the same theme we saw with uh, uh, LMAOF, here's another player that I just couldn't get off my roster fast enough and provide to a team that could put him to use. That's Tyreek Hill, who. Uh, he will be $5 going into this next year. Uh, I have him ranked as my number 12 receiver going into to this next year. Um, he's a definite keep, obviously, uh, with the with the budget. Um, the big thing, though, there's some question marks there with the addition of Sammy Watkins and, and Patrick Mahomes now as a starting quarterback there. So uh, not sure what, uh, what to expect for him, but he's got to be a definite keep. Nuke? Yeah, 100, 100% keep, especially at that price. Um Touch on what you said there with Mahomes. You know, Alex Smith is, isn't your all-world quarterback, but he was, you know, pretty efficient at getting Tyreek the ball and, you know, the little hitch routes and seam routes and him, uh, him the touches he needs to, to produce the big numbers. Yeah. Agreed. Keep him. <laughs> all right. Uh, now we go to, you, Nuke, your most expensive player, and that's Zeke. Um he, yeah, we Kirk and I both had him. We, we had him as our consensus number three running back going to the into this next year. Uh, he's been the number three guy before. He's just an absolute stud. Uh, you you wonder how much the exit of Des Bryant and Jason Witten will will have on him. Obviously, Dak did not look great last year, so you can see defenses are really going to key on him. But uh, he he's he he's produced every time he stepped on the field. Yeah, I mean, that's uh, there's. So far, be few, far few uh, running backs. You know, number one running back you're gonna, you're gonna ride with in fantasy football, and, Ze- and Zeke's one of them. So no matter what the cost, I think he's got to be on your roster. I was gonna say you you probably have uh, a number of years still left with him. I mean, you could budget a lot around him, uh, kind of like the way Greg does with the Le'Veon Bell. He's he, but Le'Veon Bell's in the sixties. You still got a few years left with him, so. Yeah. I, I kind of made made of a, a risky move last year and dropped him prior to the draft, and then actually redrafted him for um, less than what I, I drafted him for his rookie season. Mm-hmm. Uh, a few people were scared away by his uh, suspension there, which kind of hurt me going into the playoffs, and I didn't have him for the playoffs. But uh, overall, for the for the future, it kind of worked out for me. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, very good. All right, this next player is, is a really interesting one. Uh, I've already offered new trade offers for this player, even though I've already have, I think, five or six running backs that I'm looking at keeping. That's Jarek McKinnon. Uh, signs a huge, huge contract uh, to go to San Francisco. Uh, Kirk and I both had him ranked as our 15th uh, running back going into this next year. He's got a lot of potential, especially this is a full-point PPR league. That's, that's his strength, especially – Going into a Kyle Shanahan offense, how do you feel about McKinnon at five dollars into the next year? McKinnon's got, going to have to be a keep. He's a, he's a great flex. Hides out of there. He's on a good. And they, you know, Jimmy, signing Jimmy G out there. Um, I, I see a pretty, pretty decent year out of McKinnon coming up. I agree. I really like him, and he, that price is fantastic. So you may get some more trade offers. You never know. Oh, that was a that was a pickup with Alvin Cook going down. So we'll see how that plays out there with him leaving. Yeah, so that actually brings up an interesting point: is he, he's in a contract year, 
and then he's he was also a handcuff for Dalvin Cook. So I don't know if you look at other players like that. You know, I don't know if you know Tevin Coleman will not be in Atlanta next year. I don't know if you look at him as a guy you want on your roster and just hope that he kind of strikes gold like McKinnon did. But there's just kind of an interesting way that that shook out. Yeah, I was a little lucky on that father. Uh, as with most of your your moves, uh, okay. Um, looking, all right. Tight end position. Uh, here's one that we we always seem to trade back and forth. Nuke, and that's Greg Olson. He would be twenty one dollars going into this next year. Uh, he was kind of a dud last year with his injury. Actually, just signed a two year extension. Didn't look great last year. We have him as our uh, consensus consensus number nine tight end. $21, are you comfortable spending that on to keep Greg Olson? Yeah, Greg Olson, I'll probably, probably bid farewell to and look to pick up somebody in the draft. There's a good crop of Titans coming out. Um, our draft here coming up. So uh, either that or through through trade or acquisition, I think it's time to, uh, time to say farewell to Mr. Olson there. Wow. I, I, was, uh, I was expecting you to want to keep him because you don't really have any other tight ends to say of. Well, well, I will tell you, Nick, that there is a team that uh, in the league who has probably three starting caliber tight ends, and they may be reaching out to you for a trade. So well, I'd be shocked when that well, happens. Well, what's the offers here? <laughs> what's that? We'll, we'll entertain all offers. Right. Okay. All right, I'll call you after the show. Lord knows I'm good at making great trades. Yeah, yes, <laughs> yes. yes you are. Yeah. All right. Uh, Josh Gordon, $5 next year. Yes. Uh, he's obviously worth the risk. He flashed at times last year. Uh, I'm not sure Tyrod Taylor is the best quarterback for, for his skill set, but uh, what are you looking for? Obviously, uh, I would say obviously a keeper, but what are you looking for uh, for him? Yeah, def- definitely a keeper at that price. Worth worth taking the flyer on. Um, again, you know, Tyrod Taylor not the optimal quarterback. Gordon wants to get down the field a little bit. Tyrod's not known as a great deep ball thrower. Um, I do see some potential for Gordon to make some plays uh, on some shorter routes where he can get the ball in his hands and get out there and use his athleticism and get down, push the ball down the field a little bit. But uh, you know, with Tyrod there, and then you know, obviously. But the Browns drafted Baker Mayfield, number one overall in the draft. Um, you know that that leaves a little bit of a you know a little bit of potential down the road there with Gordon if he can develop a rapport with uh, with Baker. Now, now I hate so, yeah. I, I hate to I hate to, to to opposite your opinion on Tyrod Taylor, but Gordon's best year, which was a fourteen game year, was not with somebody as good as Tyrod Taylor. His his primary um, or his good games resulted from a lot of mid-range passes, not too many deep balls. Brandon Whedon threw a lot of deep balls, but some of his uh, best games were catching the ball and running after the catch, like you were saying. But I think Tyrod Taylor is more than enough to make him be uh, back to at least the number two wide receiver on your roster um, going forward, without a, without a doubt. He may scratch a 1,000 yards without – without blinking okay all right good kirk would know yes resident browns fan yeah uh i don't want this next one (laughs) i i would take josh gordon i'll take josh gordon for for one of the tight ends that uh that i'm going to propose yeah (laughs) Uh, 
Um, all right, this next one I'm really going to enjoy talking about because I just traded him to you. That's Samaje P. Ryan. Uh, he was $2 last year. With the rookie discount, he can either be $2 this year or $7. You have to keep him on your team because he was an offseason trade. Uh, seems like bad hombres got one over on you. Seems like bad hombres knew that the Redskins were going to draft a running back early. They did get Darius Geis. How you feel about P. Ryan going into next year? Yeah, another, another one of my great trades playing out for me pretty well there. Um, we'll, we'll see in the long run there. That was kind of a move. Not looking ahead to the draft. Uh, I was pretty deep at wide receiver. Um, you know, I obviously I gave you Cooper Cup for uh, for Samaje. Uh, thought at the time was expend a wide receiver that I had extra on my bench and pick up a, a potential, you know, number one running back in. Uh, in but uh, looks like they went another another route in the draft, so we'll see how that works out. Geis has his off the field issues, so who knows how that's going to play out. But right now, looking. Uh, Looking like bad homeboys got the best of me on that one. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Nah. Kirk. Week four, you'll drop him. Hey, hey, Kirk. Yeah. Just so you know, uh, this is you may not be familiar with Samaj P. Ryan, but he's the guy that you refer to as Samaj Perine. Yes. It's actually that's the same player. Yeah. So. Yeah. It, it must be an alter have... ego. I, I. Yeah. No matter. Yeah, to- same. Same spelling. Lof spells it. It's Samaj P. Ryan. Uh, all right. Uh, so, yeah, he's obviously a definite keep. Uh, next, Mike Davis, running back from Seattle. He's, 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 a, uh, he's a cut, right? Yeah, you drop. All right. Chris Hogan, $21. Uh, he's he's kind of like Jeffrey. He's kind of – that price is kind of right on the cusp of where you feel comfortable with him. Um, you know, I was kind of shocked last year. I looked at his points per game. He was actually number 27 overall receiver points per game. I would have assumed he was more than that because it seemed like he had, it did have a few 20-point weeks. Um, you know, I think the trade of Brandon Cooks helps him out. You know, his uncertain. You know, in New England, backs and receivers, it's always a crapshoot on, on who's going to be the guy, you know, week in and week out. But what, what are you feeling as far as uh, what you're going to do with Chris Hogan right now? Yeah, at that price, he's looking looking a little steep, especially with uh, Julian Edelman coming back into the fold here. Um, seeing how he recovers from his his offseason surgery there. Um, again, I, I was able to pick up trade for him for next to nothing. I believe I, I have him, if my numbers are correct, pretty pretty cheap next year. Edelman. Uh, yes. Yeah, you have him for five bucks. So. Right. So um, I think we'll wait closer to the. Uh, the season there to our draft and kind of see where uh, Edelman's coming along in his recovery there, and we'll we might have to go from there on that one. Okay. All right. Uh, Mariota, he would be $11. What do you think yeah. about him? It was going to be a, a, a drop. Um, I, I like Mariota. I like his game. He's just uh, – he's a solid quarterback for Tennessee. He's just a basketball. He's just not a – not a great fantasy football quarterback. No, okay. he is not. All right, Carson Wentz. Here's the big one. He'd be eight dollars next year. Uh, I feel like you know, just by the way you're talking, Nuke, is that you're going to keep him? What, have you heard anything, or how do you feel about the injury, especially happened so late in the year? Yeah, I follow. Uh, I, I believe you're, you're not familiar with Twitter, Greg. Uh, n- not, not familiar. Yeah, I, I follow a couple. Uh, call a couple NFL doctors on. Uh, 
NFL Twitter there, and that they seem to be thinking he's he's progressing nicely and should be should be good to go for week one. So I hope they're not from Duke. Lord uh, Almighty, I yeah, hope they're not. That is never possible. good. That, that never, is never never a good sign. Never good, never good when you get calls from the Duke Neurology Department. Unfortunately, you know we've had some uh, disagreements there on, uh, you know, in the past. But uh, yeah, oh, the heart Duke. was racing for a second. God. Oh, yeah, man. that'd be really bad if you went there. Yeah, no Duke, no no Duke, uh, as far as I know. So should be looking good. Your sources have not told you that. No, I have not heard anything that he's been to Duke University through my sources. So, okay, good. All right, here's an interesting one. Uh, Chris Thompson, uh, last year, I, I uh, you know, we just talked to another Redskins running back last year. He was number eleven in points per game. Uh, he was actually, you know, kind of maybe the first six or seven games of the season. I think he was the number one running back, which was kind of interesting because he, he gets 10 to 15 touches a game. Uh, he is injury prone, but, and we talked about the draft uh, drafting of Darius Geis. I think Chris Thompson's role is still safe in that offense. I don't think it affects him one bit. Uh, $5 next year. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I think Chris is going to be a keeper, although very, uh, like you said, is very injury prone. He was very dynamic for them last year uh, up until he got hurt. Uh, with Alex Smith heading to Washington there and his, you know, him liking, liking to run that West Coast offense. I just think a little bit of that into, into Washington this year, and Chris fits, uh, fits pretty well to that kind of system. Uh, Kirk Cousins uh, not being there, I, you would, yeah, you would normally think that'd be a drop because he used him so well, but um, that actually will lead you into your other running back uh, being a positive, having, having Kirk Cousins. But, yeah, I think Chris Thompson's a great keeper for five bucks okay uh kind of another similar guy here different position but really a guy who's got huge uh, big play potential and that's will fuller again he would be five dollars as well i kind of view him in the same vein as chris thompson as you almost have to keep him just because he's five bucks and and he can really just just win a game for you um you know, I think people remember him coming back from injury last year and playing with Deshaun Watson and scoring. It seemed like two touchdowns every game. Um, but there really was only those few few good games, and he kind of tapered off there. Uh, how do you feel about Will Fuller? Yeah, Will, Will Fuller was great last year um, when he was on the field with Deshaun. Uh, very dynamic. A lot of attention goes towards DeAndre Hopkins. Opens up a lot of things for Will Fuller. Um, unfortunately, his production kind of took a nosedive when they went from Deshaun Watson to uh, – Edward Scissorhands, that quarterback there. So uh, I think, uh, yeah, at, at five bucks, Wolf Four, I think he's got great potential for next season. Okay. Kirk? I, I do not see Edward Scissorhands on that roster. What? <laughs> what? Man, I got to look to trade for him. He sounds like a dynamic player. Uh, yeah, Edward Scissorhands, he was, he was pretty savage. So, um... <laughs> get it? <laughs> All right, now here's the player that I think we've all been looking forward to in this show, and that's Jake Butt. Yes. Who is Jake Butt? Tight end Denver Broncos. Rookie last year. Did not really play. He uh, Again, you got him for zero, zero dollars. Nuke, what are we doing with Jake Butt? Jake Butt. That was a flyer pickup. Uh, he was a it was a high projected uh, late first round, second round pick before getting injured in the uh, final bowl game at the University of Michigan. There, uh, just a, just a hundred percent flyer there on Butt. 
Uh, I think for zero, you know, if I can keep him for zero, you know, it might be worth taking a flyer on him in uh, in Denver there, depending on what their uh, quarterback situation is going to look like. Okay. Kirk, I know you've got a lot to say about Jake Butt. Drop his butt. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, this next guy has got to be a definite drop, especially with the drafting of Saquon Barkley. That's Wayne Gallman, who who flashed in some spots last year, right? Yeah, Wayne's gone. Okay. Wow, what a, what a change in names from uh, the New York Giants running backs. They were all boring, old-fashioned yeah. white names to then Saquon Barkley. Whew. Yeah, Paul Perkins, Wayne Gallman, you know, the other uh, – Orleans Darkwa, the other, you know, base – Orleans Darkwa might as well be Joe Smith. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All of them, Kirk. Yeah, all uh, of them. You know how, how I love them, uh, New York running backs, with that sweet acquisition I got of Paul Perkins last year. That really worked out. Oh, for that me. was very good. I don't see him on your roster. Yeah. What happened? Yeah, I think yeah. about two weeks. I have I must have screwed up the spreadsheet. <laughs> I don't even know what I traded him for. Good good thing you yeah, gave away Doug Baldwin for Pete, uh, Paul Perkins. I Doug. keep wanting to say Peter Parker. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> basically the same guy all right actually this one i'm really interested to get your take on Devonte booker he'd be five bucks next year there's no cj anderson in uh, denver anymore they did draft a running back but um how you feeling about him yeah for five bucks i mean booker booker might be worth stashing on the bench there he uh, he did show some flashes last year had a couple good games um he does like to put the ball on the ground which doesn't usually uh say much for your career as a running back in the NFL, but uh, it's a bad strategy. It's a bad strategy, yeah. It's a, it's a bold one. Uh, but I think at that price, with you know, especially with CJ being gone, I think uh, maybe Denver's ready to give him give him a little more run back there in the backfield. So uh, I think we'll be hanging on to uh, hanging on to Mr. Booker there for a little bit. Okay, Kirk. No comment. All right, Elijah McGuire, uh, he's, he, again, he looked very good last year in some spots. He's in a very crowded backfield uh, with Crowell, Thomas Rawls, uh, you know, uh, Bilal Powell. I, I just don't, I don't see him really threatening for touches in that backfield. Yeah, I think Eli- Elijah was picked up as a flyer last year to, to any couple weeks um, when uh, Zeke hit his suspension there. So, uh, Uh, you complete for Mr. Elijah McGuire. Whew. Yeah. All right. Edel, Julian Edelman, we already talked about it, five bucks uh, coming back from injury. I think he, he's either 32 or 33 this upcoming year. You know, Nuke, you talked about uh, his role maybe affecting Chris Hogan. I, I'm not sure I see that. I, I, I think I see Jordan Matthews coming into town as, as a, a potential threat to Edelman because they're kind of the – the same makeup as those possession short yardage receivers. Um, again, five bucks. I think I traded them to you last year. So, uh, what do you what are you expecting from him? Yeah, we're definitely going to hang on to Julian there as long as uh, Tom Brady keeps playing. Uh, he's, I know he loves him from Julian up and out of the slot. I don't know if there's been a better combo in the league the last five six years for uh, quarterbacks and slot receivers than Tom Brady and uh, Julian Edelman. I agree. Keep sure. them too cheap. Too cheap to drop. 
All right, finally. Hey, we got our last player here for you, Nuke, and that's Dalvin Cook. Um, played four games last year, looked really good. Looks, I mean, really kind of, uh, you know, with, with that rookie class, he looked like Kareem Hunt, like the true three-down back, can do it running the ball and, and receiving from the backfield. Uh, you know, just the torn ACL is, is – we've seen running backs return from that injury and have success. Uh, what are you expecting from him this year? Yeah, with uh, Dalvin there, um, with, with the exodus, like we talked about earlier, Jarek McKinnon heading out to San Francisco. Um, Latavius Murray, he's up there, up there in age a little bit, getting close to 30, which kind of seems to be the drop-off in uh, production of running backs. I think I, I think Minnesota is ready to give uh, Dalvin Cook the rings next year as a, a full three-down back as long as, uh, as long as he can stay healthy and get back on the field from that uh, ACL injury. He was a monster last year. The first four games, he was he was unbelievable. And then, unfortunately, that that non-contact knee injury and put a put a quick end to that rookie season for him. I think he's yeah. gonna, he's going to benefit most from having Kirk Cousins there, being someone that uses a running back as much as he does in the passing game, um, and it'll give him a, a break from running. He just he won't he'll get all his touches, but it won't be such a dominating carry uh, versus reception. I think he's going to be a great running back. I'd love to have him on my team. All right. So, Nuke, I know there was a couple you were hemming and hawing at, and if we had to put you on the spot right now, Alshon Jeffrey, you keeping him or not? Keep. Again. He, okay, he's a keep. Chris Hogan at $21. Probably gone. Uh, Greg Olson, $21. Gone. Okay, so. That's on the spot. That could change, but. I'm sorry to say that last part. Those were uh, on the spot answers. You know, things could change yeah. you know, down the road here. Uh, if you're putting me on the spot, those are my answers. Okay. Hey, talk amongst yourselves while I try and do some mental math here. But uh, I'm going to try and add up and just see where you're at budget-wise and how many slots you have left. Well, I think go. we got time for our sponsor, Greg, so I'll go through that. Um, our first one, uh, have, ever get a DUI? Ever physically assault someone? Ever kick over a parking meter and steal it? If you have, then you'll need a lawyer. Call Taylor and Taylor. They get you off for less. Mention the Fancy Boys, and they will get your accomplice off, too, free of charge. Thank you to Taylor and Taylor. They've helped us in the past. All right. Very good. Hey, uh, we have one other sponsor, and it's actually uh, – yeah, uh, we have an upcoming show. We always try to promote local talent. So uh, at the Erie Playhouse, we're talking about the new four-person play playing this Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Think about that. Only four characters. There's the two old creepy guys, the loose chick, and the awkward idiot. Locally inspired, based on true events, join us for the play Slam! Can't wait to check that one out. (laughs) It's it's getting great reviews. Very realistic. Yes. Will you you be making... From uh, Texas for that one, Greg? Oh, yeah. Yeah, and I, I'm going to give him a code word, uh, fancy, F-A-N-C-Y, for my two uh, Iron City Light drink vouchers. <laughs> what, as a, that, that's, that's, the setting is Park Tavern, right? Oh, it's, it's one of those. Yeah, can't remember. Actually, uh, what, can I throw a quick sponsor in, guys? Oh, yeah, go ahead. Sure. Oh, uh, this is unprecedented. Quick last minute sponsor here from uh, Junior's Last Laugh Comedy Club. 
Uh, their motto is we allow anyone on stage, even if they call their mom a whore. <laughs> especially, especially if they call their mom a whore. Uh, was it Jerry Seinfeld who did that? No, no. True story. It wasn't him. He, it just sounded yeah. like him. He just he has similar material. Yes. Yeah. All, that place was low on tomatoes after that performance. That's right. <laughs> High on sauce. Low on tomatoes. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hey, I don't know how accurate this is because uh, I'm drunk and I've been cutting up with you guys. But, Nuke, right now I have you at $146 for 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12 roster spots. So that would mean you'd have six roster spots left to fill for $54. Um, you know, again, I think out of all the teams, you are probably keeping the most players. Uh, you're probably going to be the least active in the in the draft coming up. But uh, you got to like where you're at. Uh, it seems like, you know, maybe with the exception of tight end, uh, your team's looking. Oh, well, the other question I, I would put is at quarterback. And a lot of that depends on Carson Wentz. But you got to feel pretty good about where you're at, man. I like it a lot. It's kind of it's kind of my strategy all along building for that uh, in our league here with the extra, every fourth year being our Super Bowl extra bucks in the pot there so i've been kind of trying tried to build a team around that and uh got enough money in the budget here to maybe go after one high-end rookie in the draft here and uh fill out the rest of the roster with some uh some guys in the later rounds all right hey very good so so just real quick uh, uh i just want to give us all the opportunity to answer two we had two text in questions uh something new that we're doing at the show uh, the first one is actually from our, our reigning champ, Adam Wassel. Uh, here's what Adam had to say. Uh, and this is verbatim. Uh, you better trade Job Gourmet. Ha, ha, ha. Who want him? Love the weed too much. Be good, you know, true. Back-to-back champ, L-M-A-O-F. Okay. Uh, is that a question? Yeah, so I'm going to go back. and. Okay, so he said, you better trade Job Gourmet. I'm guessing that that was autocorrect for Josh Gordon. Nuke, this is specific for you. Correct. So you better trade Josh Gordon who want him. So I I think what Adam's trying to say here is, is Josh Gordon trade bait? And and what what position would you look to fill? Or what type of value would you look to get for for Josh Gordon? Yeah, probably uh, probably a number two receiver. Or a number two running back, or, or where I'm weak at, maybe looking at tight end there. Okay. And I just want to thank all of our listeners. Uh, all grade levels uh, are welcome to um, uh, write in, text in, fax in, whatever your method is of getting your answer, your questions to us. Um, you know, spell check is recommended. And um, also just try to limit the head injuries to only a few because it really shows up in the, uh, in the questions. But we, we have years of experience of deciphering broken text, so I think we can overcome it. Doesn't uh, Adam from LMAOF actually have a co-owner that no longer participates in the league? Or a co? Yeah, I think he's too uh, he's too cool for school. Is he? Is he? He uses that face gram, doesn't he? Yeah, face, yeah he's 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 twatting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Hey. We, we've got we've got actually one more, and this is an interesting question. One more text in question, and this is from uh, no location given, uh, but this is from a, a 
Oh, a female listener, uh, Raven Moorhead. And her question is, which player on your team, uh, talking about you, Nuke, which player on your team would make the best contestant on American Gladiator? That's an interesting one. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to think of who on my team has a really big uh, really big nose ring. That, that usually means you're pretty tough. Um, yeah. Trying to think. Didn't didn't Tyreek Hill have one at one time? I know he's small. He has but, he has yeah, gold teeth. He has gold teeth, I know. Let's have the grill, which would make a very, very interesting American gladiator contender. Show him, yeah. Uh, undersized, quick, agile. I think he might pose some problems for those uh those big monsters they got out there. Yeah, I was thinking uh I was actually thinking Marcus Mariota. I'm gonna show him some compassion here. Uh because he can do it with his legs. He can do it with his arms. I know a lot of times when they're they're jousting, that takes a you know that he's using a lot of different muscles there. You know, but I, I just uh, I think he'd be an excellent contestant. He's very versatile. Uh, my, my my vote is uh, for Julian Edelman because I don't I don't understand the question. Mm. Jake Butt was a close second for me. <laughs> Yeah, All right. I think his hey, body hair might hey, be. Uh, hey, uh, Greg, Gabe's Gabe's giving me the finger to to tell me to you know we're we're towards the limit here. Shut up, Gabe. Time. I know. Go back into your corner. Yeah. What's up, Nuke? I was saying, uh, Jake Butt was just saying, uh, Uchi Wally Wally. He's ready to bang bang. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's that's reason enough there to drop him. Yeah. All right, Nuke. Well, hey, man, it looks like you're in good shape going into into the draft this year. Uh, we may have to do this again right before the draft. You are you are the first ever guest on on the new number one fantasy podcast. How does that make you feel? Hey, I love it, guys. Thanks for having me. That yeah, was a lot of fun. All right, take care. All right, guys. All right fellas. See ya. All right.